1: Hello and welcome to the Gegenpress Press Podcast, part of the 90 Min Podcast Network. Over the next 20 minutes or so we'll be talking about all things Liverpool, and today it's time to review the first game of the Premier League season 2020-2021. My name is Andrew Headsbeath, and with me today, as always, is my topist of top reds. He's been linked with a move to Barcelona, as there's only one left on his one year left on his contract. It is, of course, Mr. Alex Purdy. Birds, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing very well mate, very well. We won and uh, and that's all that matters on opening day.
1: Yeah, very much so. Uh, let's get straight into it then. Liverpool 4, Leeds 3. It was an absolute thriller as you might have expected from a uh, the first ever Klopp-Bielsa showdown. Um, it was obviously one for the neutrals, top of the billing on match of the day. Were you happy with the performance?
2: I was happy with most of the performance. Um, I thought the attack were on fire, uh, specifically Mo Salah, but we'll come onto him. Yep. I thought the midfield did well. Uh, Genie sort of had one of his ghost Nalden performances, but <laughs> oh, I, no. um, I don't think it was too bad. But then, yeah, defence was basically all over the shop. But it's first game back. Leeds were going to be this is their like World Cup final. They're going to be you know all over us, um, and we still managed to win. So yeah overall happy with the performance what are you
1: yeah i think as you say like with the opening games of the season it is such a it's such a weird one i remember like in the pre-clop era that it was always just that liverpool never won on opening day and i remember us playing like sheffield united and loads of other like sort of games that you would expected to win at anfield and never actually getting a win and it was always really frustrating uh but sort of particularly in the last few years on the clock that's 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 changed which is really nice because you want to because you always go into a season so hopeful when everyone's still on on zero points and you think okay this is it you've got to get off to a good start and if you do lose or draw then it, it sort of really takes the wind out of you so i was just happy to get any any kind of uh well to get the three points that was the main thing uh leads did look quite good i thought going forward i've seen some people sort of slagging them off a bit on online and saying that they just they look like they're going to concede too easily but I think like you say the first game the season is such a lottery everything's so weird and up in the air and particularly yeah. this season where we've come like straight off the back of last season the preseason has been a bit uh messed up and haven't had really a chance for for new players to to bet in and all that kind of stuff so um from their perspective i, I wouldn't be too worried about it although obviously both sides looked like they had a few defensive issues so i was going to Talk to you a little bit about that. Well, from the Liverpool side, anyway. Um, Van Dijk, couple of uh, couple of errors from him. Is it time to uh, to sell him and uh, go for somebody else now?
2: What? <laughs> what have you seen something on Twitter? Are they meltdown over Virgil? Uh,
1: actually, to be fair, I haven't seen that. But no, I mean, we only we're only ever about three games away from that actually happening. So I wouldn't. I, uh,
2: yeah. I can never see that happening. No, it's look again. First day nerves. Um, it was arrogant. He has done it a couple of times now, so maybe he does need to, you know, focus a bit more. Because, um, you know, there was that season where he could just do that all the time and it would just come off. But now he's just getting a bit arrogant, I guess. Um, but, you know, I trust in him. He's still the best in the world by by far.
1: Yeah. I in mean... defence, by the way. Oh, in defence. Yeah. I mean, any position, really, probably. <laughs> Um, and what do you think? What do you think? Make of Gomez alongside him as well. Is that? Would you like to see uh, Joel Matip come back into that that pairing? Maybe just to ch- change things up a bit. Because uh, really, Liverpool didn't get, didn't get a clean sheet in any of their last five games of um, at the end of last season. They started by conceding three goals at home uh, this season. They only conceded sixteen at home in all of last season. So it's almost a quarter of all their goals from Anfield last season already in the first game of the season um is that anything to be worried about
2: no look there's there's so many stats i I remember the start of last season every game we played was 2-1 a couple of three ones (laughs) and then gomez comes back in, and we get like 10 clean sheets in a row so it's like look (laughs) whoever partners him matip or gomez they're going to do a decent job and I, I trust in Gomez. He's quite clearly England's best centre back. I know that bar is quite low yeah. but still.
1: <laughs> tallest tallest dwarf.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So stick with him because we need to have a solid back five. Um, and it chopping and changing it worries me.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm completely insane, but I, I do I really like Gomez. I think he's I think he's terrific. Uh but yeah, I it is um, well, I was going to say it is a little bit worrying to concede that many goals. But I was looking at the start of last season, and Liverpool uh, actually only kept two clean sheets in their first ten last season. I know <laughs> Alisson was out for for most of that, but it wasn't like that we started last season either with like oh, this this incredible bedrock. It was something that that we ground out these wins and then grew into those performances later, and sort of came around December where we got like six or seven clean sheets in a row. Uh, but, yeah, I think, as you say, just getting the win is the most important thing. Yeah, actually, yeah. It, if it's yeah. an exciting game, then great.
2: <laughs> Even just, better. That's,
1: that's fun for everyone, isn't it? So.
2: Yeah, on that. So, when it, you know, we've shown we can win ugly again. And uh, yeah. it's the 17-18 season, the first game was 3-3 Watford. But, oh, and we, yeah. Yeah, and we played yeah, horrendously. Yeah, scored, obviously, because he scored mm. four times in a row on opening day for us. Um, but, yeah, 3-3. We played ugly and didn't win now we're playing ugly and we won still because we did it we've done it for three years in a row now basically
1: so yeah, look and was, everyone was was on twitter needs to what? calm down yeah just generally not even you know <laughs> liverpool twitter or football twitter just just people on twitter in general need to yeah. uh, need to calm down <laughs> um okay well then moving forward then uh mohammed salah got his hat trick as you said it's his uh, fourth opening day in a row of scoring mm. uh, for liverpool uh, he's got, how many goals is it? 100 million already for Liverpool. Um, <laughs> Lost count. Yeah. I saw some people, I think it was the um, in sports or somebody asking, uh, Van was it Van Dyke after the game where they, they asked him about Salah and said, is this him returning to his best after dropping form? And he really seemed to sort of like take offense to that <laughs> and saying that like, there hasn't been a drop in form. It's only the media sort of saying these things. I'm, I'm paraphrasing obviously, but that was the tone um do you think with salah there is this kind of this thing where it's just become this normalized brilliance almost where he did so well in the first season he obviously broke the goals record for a 38 game season with with 32 it was previously only only 31 um and then he got golden boot again in the second season but the uh, scored uh you know 10 fewer goals and then last season got 19 still liverpool's top scorer um but there is sort of a, a slight drop off every time Whereas if he'd been scoring, you know, fifteen to nineteen for the last three seasons, you'd you'd think bloody hell, he's just a really yeah. good player. But because he set his own standards so <sighs> high that I think uh people are starting to talk about this as if as if there's some sort of, you know, failure here, but I don't think there there really is at all. I think we just need to appreciate him for what he is, which is, you know, Liverpool's biggest goal threat and an absolutely magnificent forward player. I don't know what you think about that.
2: Well, exact well, yeah. I mean, if you're scoring 32 Premier League goals and breaking the record for, you know, goal scoring in a season, of course you're going to have um, a drop in form because you can't maintain that. So, yeah, it's fair to say he's had a drop in form, but that doesn't still mean he's one of the best, if not the best, attacker in the league. And, you know, it was frustrating at times last season because you could see he was desperate for the golden boot. But against Leeds, his all-round game was, you know, almost up there with the best in the world. And that was sort of the levels he was reaching in 1718. Um, so it's quite exciting to see him at that level again, and I think he that will maintain goal. it. Oh, because last last season that goes way over the bar because he yeah, snatched I mean, it because he's so desperate. But he just looked so focused against Leeds.
1: Yeah, I mean, I still think sort of. Four times out of five, or nine times out of ten, that does go over the bar. But, yeah, he hit that so beautifully. It's so, it was so, like, straight and true. And just yeah. the angle of it and everything, it was just bizarre. And you saw um, the leads keeper just sort of diving at it in this almost, like... He light. was scared to get to it. Yeah. He just sort of just, like, flung himself towards it, but not really going for it. Not with his arms, with high. his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so more of that, please, Alec. But I don't know, there's just yeah. something about him. Maybe it's, maybe it's the new hair, but he I just looks say, like yeah. he's... Focused. Yeah, he just looks he looks focused he looks sharp he looks ready for this season I'm sort of I'm quietly hopeful of a really yeah. big season do you remember when David I mean, Silva
2: shaved his head and it was like oh yeah, fuck he, he means it this season and he did you know yeah, it was... perform outstandingly maybe that's the same it's kind thing. of
1: weird though wasn't it it was kind of like a Lex Luthor kind of vibe <laughs> yeah that one's weird much I quite
2: much... like Salah's hair smart
1: yeah no i like it as well i think like he was getting sort of i did like the big hair as well it's getting kind of disheveled and he just he just looks he looks old he looks more like an elite forward now doesn't he Had have of something like sort of sharp yeah. and <laughs> business like about it um but yeah if he gets 20 goals this season then terrific but i just i have a feeling that he might sort of go go big again this season um yeah mid 20s sure. or higher on that. yeah yeah well up for that um <laughs> Leeds, then. What do you think about what do you think about Leeds then this season? Are they going to be? I mean, the first game of last season, obviously, Liverpool played Norwich 1-4-1, um, I think people looked at that game and actually thought that Norwich played reasonably well at the time, um, and then obviously everything went downhill pretty fast for them. Uh, Leeds put up a bit more of a fight. Uh, maybe on another day, Liverpool would have won more comfortably without the uh, defensive errors. But do you see signs that they're going to be uh, sort of back to the way that they were before of being a sort of an established old traditional Premier League club? Or do you think they're going to be involved in a, in a relegation battle this season?
2: Look, they'll be absolutely fine, but they're not going to do a Wolves and finish seventh in their first season up because of their because of their style of play. You know, they, they do press so high and leave space in behind. Um, I guess the reason why they conceded three against us, though, is because they were playing... You know, debutants at centre-back who gives away a pen and it's like your first game in the Premier League. You know, you oh, yeah. expect issues. Um, so two
1: two debutants gave away penalties as well. Yeah, That's,
2: well, yeah. one's a striker, so I'll let him off. But um, yeah. yeah, defensive issues will be ironed out over the season, um, but they won't do a Wolves because of the way they play. So I'm guessing around 10th for them. But yeah, is it, impressed.
1: Is it, nice, is it nice having them back? It's sort of a team I always remember growing up watching. And you've, well... you like a big game, Liverpool. Is. It was a big game.
2: I'm uh, 21 years of age, so don't remember them <laughs> ever being in the Premier League, to be fair. <laughs> so having guys. them back is not is not a thing for me.
1: That is depressing. What is the first season of Premier League? What is the first Liverpool season you remember? To, like,
2: properly the, remember? the one before Torres came in, 06.
1: 06. Oh my God, so you don't actually remember Istanbul?
2: No, I was asleep. No, my dad came in my room. And it was like, oh my God, we're down 3-0 at half time. I was like, ah, I was asleep. Don't know. Didn't care.
1: That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, uh, 95, 96. So yeah, Christ. slightly older than you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, moving on, uh, quick- <laughs> moving on quickly from, uh, just how old I am. Uh, Okay, so mandatory discussion of signings then. Is there anything in that performance that made you think that Liverpool uh, need to spend a bit more? Okay, well if, we, if we put aside the fact that probably they're not going to, that FSU don't have the money or they don't want to spend the money, uh, was there anything in that performance that made you think, hmm, we, we need something extra here?
2: Um, it's not Thiago and it's not a fourth-choice centre-back. It's probably uh, someone to bring competition to Firmino because he, he had such a good opportunity, and he just, I don't know what, he, he, went, he shot the other side of the goal, which was blocked, whereas the other half was, was completely free, if you remember that.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I kind of agree. I almost think that there's there's almost space for, and it probably would have been uh, Werner or somebody like this, to almost play, if you're going to adapt the system for, for different games, you could almost play Firmino you know, behind and then put uh, a sort of central striker ahead of him. Uh, with, with Mane and Salah out wide as well again that would probably be only something you do in, in home games against lesser opposition but it just looked like sometimes he was a bit possibly too deep he's he's very good at linking up uh, Mane and Salah but yeah like you said with that with that one chance where he really snatched at it and he just doesn't look like the kind of uh, centre forward that's going to get
2: yeah. I just feel like uh, most really... strikers in the league you know even your Burnleys etc you know Jay Rodriguez puts that way. you know yeah, and we all, don't even uh, have that
1: yeah, I saw Raul Jimenez uh, last night for Wolves as well. Oh, yeah, he just what a like finish. such yeah, a player right. in that position. We've got
2: we've got no one in the number nine position that can do that. And maybe no. we do need that. Um it's not you know, I'm not. Brian gonna... Brewster. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> he looks like he's off for twenty mil to wherever.
1: Yeah, that's a shame. I'm 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 quite gutted about that. As you know, yeah I'm I'm a big champion of, of Brewster. Mm. Uh you know, penalty shootout miss aside, I think he it would yeah, have been nice to see him get minutes this season. Uh, but if they are going to send, I hope it's with a buyback clause or I would prefer a loan. But I, I get that they do need to, to raise some, some capital. Um, as
2: long as we... Because re- we do need to replace a striker. So if we're using that 20 mil for a striker, then that's fine. You know, as you say, as long as it's with a buyback clause because he could, you know, go on to become something elite.
1: Mm, indeed indeed okay well we'll uh, we'll take a quick break there and when we come back we'll be talking about uh well we'll be looking ahead to the weekend and the big one against chelsea okay so uh we're back and uh straight into the action again this weekend with uh chelsea it's away isn't it Perth? yeah it's away stanford bridge Okay, so away at Stamford Bridge, it's going to be, you know, it's a it's a big test already. We've got a few big tests coming up uh, at the start of the season, and Chelsea is obviously the first one. Uh, did you watch uh, the Blues in action last night against uh, Brighton?
2: I did. Um, they looked similar to last season. I know they didn't play Thiago Silva or Chilwell. Ziyech uh, and Pulisic are injured. Um yeah. But the, the glaring obvious change was Werner's uh, pace running in behind, which could be a massive mm. issue for us.
1: Yes, I did think it was quite amusing that after everything that happened this summer and all the talk, they came up with pretty much exactly the same back five <laughs> as they had last season. But yeah, obviously that will change with Silver and, and Chilwell and, and there's going to be a new keeper coming in. I think pretty imminently, judging by uh, Kepper's performance last night, again.
2: Yeah, who uh, is that? Is that black or is that Dead in the Water?
1: No, they said it's going to be. Yeah, they, I don't think going to go there. But um, Edward Mendy, who's the uh, Ren goalkeeper, he's a Senegal international. I, to be honest with you, I know absolutely nothing oh, about him, Lord. but it seems is that a like good signing. In him. <laughs> well, hopefully not.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, he won't be in time for our game, will it? Well, no. As long as Kepper plays, then we'll be fine.
1: Yeah, that'd be great um but yeah I, I think i agree with you that Werner looked pretty sharp and him coming in off the left side as well i think they might be sort of using uh i just thought they were very sort of left-sided focused uh last night and i think mm. that might be something a bit of a worry with with uh like honing in on trent alexander Arnold if he's going to be pushing forward so that's going to be something that they're going to do well, I, to...
2: I trust trent fully you know he had a terrible opening game but other than you know the whole of last season to go by we'll be absolutely fine
1: yeah I feel like constantly in these big games we're talking about whether Trent is ready defensively for these for these, uh, for these kind of opposition and then every time he he pretty much delivers or, yeah. or at least doesn't get exposed so maybe it's maybe we're at the point now we, we stop need to, to worrying about him defensively uh, but, yeah, it will definitely it will definitely be a big test. And if if Werner scores, I'm going to be absolutely devastated. But um, <laughs> I still think when you look at the, the game at the end of last season, which was only, what, uh, two months ago, was it? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was July, <laughs> end of July. Um, yeah, and, OK, uh, when they brought on Pulisic in the second half, they looked like a completely different team. But Liverpool still won that quite comfortably. And that was in the period after Liverpool had already been Crown champions and we're basically you know just having a massive party for the last five games of the season so yeah. even in that game liverpool sort of looked comfortably better than chelsea so i think it's going to take a lot uh for chelsea to uh to win this game um but to be honest with you i would pr- i would probably take a draw here at this stage of the season oh
2: every point seems to matter already um <laughs> i know i know i would no, i'd be disappointed with the draw because we, we, we beat them, well, we beat them last year. So if we're drawing now, we'd go, you know, they're catching up.
1: That's true.
2: But Kater will smash oh, one I... from outside the box again. Probs.
1: Yeah, I'll take that. Um, do you think that we need to, to change anything up tactically in terms of personnel? Like, who would you who would you put out for the game then on, on Sunday? Is there anything you'd do to sort of counter Chelsea's strengths?
2: Um, I would bring Fabinho back in because... I just think yeah. we look more balanced with a proper DM, and I prefer Henderson further forward. And also, when he came on, he won the penalty and basically won us the game. So, why not? Why not?
1: Yeah, okay. I, I pretty much agree with that. I'm just trying to think if there's anyone else that I would... Well, Matip, probably... as we
2: discussed. I wouldn't,
1: Yeah. But... No, I mean, I probably really wouldn't. I'm pretty happy with... I think Gomez has got the pace, maybe, particularly to deal with, with some of their attacking threats. Yeah. Um. To be honest, I'm just delighted that Pulisic is not going to be playing because he's <laughs> such a he's such a good player. Or he looked like it, particularly in the last season. I think that's that's a real win for Liverpool to, to not have to deal with him. Um, but yeah, if Salah continues his form, then yeah, um, I'm quietly confident. But again, as I say, I'll take that point.
2: Yeah, so who what will play want? on the left? Was Mount coming off the left? I couldn't really tell. Or was it Werner it last night? Loft-
1: I think it started with Loftus-Cheek, I think. But, um, oh, and then mount, yes, yeah, more cool. centrally, and then, yeah, and then Havertz Vern is the
2: only worry. There. I think Havertz needs time to settle into the league still, so I can't see him being too much of a danger against us, touch wood
1: yeah well let's hope so and <laughs> we will uh, we will see what happens and of course we'll be uh back next week to to review that game hopefully with another three points mm-hmm. uh but that's pretty much all we've got time for this week uh thank you so much uh for listening and um, please feel free to drop us a review on uh Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and that would be very much appreciated subscribe if you haven't already and you've enjoyed what you heard we will be back again next Tuesday to discuss the fallout of the Chelsea game and Mohamed Salah's next hat trick and uh, yeah say goodbye Purds. goodbye we'll see you next time and goodbye from me see you next week